0: Welcome back to another edition of The Paycast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Belleville Senator's goalie, Joey Decord. Joey, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you for opening up your DM and responding to my message. I'm glad to have you on. Now, lots of people have been watching Tiger King. Uh, You know, Ozark and Outer Banks are the new hit shows. What have you been doing during quarantine?
1: I haven't indulged in Tiger King or Outer Banks, um... I've been watching, I watched the first two seasons of Ozark already, and then my family wanted to watch during quarantine here, so I rewatched the first two seasons and then the new season that came out during quarantine. So I'm a big fan of that show.
0: Yeah, I heard it's a great show. Uh, have you been Netflix uh, partying with any of your teammates?
1: Uh, not necessarily. I mean, um, I think all the guys kind of, once the season ends, kind of go and do their own thing a little bit. Um, but definitely, uh, you know, texting about different shows and Everyone's talk, been talking about Tiger King, but, um, yeah, nothing too crazy, really, on that end. Now, who influenced
0: you to start hockey?
1: Uh, my dad. My dad played professionally in Switzerland um, for a little while, and, and he played Division I um, college hockey at Merrimack College. And uh, my parents took me to the rink when I was two days old, so um, hockey's kind of been, uh, been in my blood for forever. And, um, you know, when I was a little kid, my dad was a goalie coach for the Boston Bruins, and, um, he actually works at the Toronto Maple Leafs now, so, um, we got a little rivalry going. <laughs> so, I'm assuming you grew up a Bruins fan, since your dad was the goalie coach there? Uh, yeah, so when I was, like, five years old, he was the goalie coach there for a few years.
0: Oh, he that did, much. Uh, yeah, that's, it, you know, Boston and Toronto always play in the first round of the playoffs, it seems like. So, <laughs> I would imagine there is some wagering that goes on during those times.
1: Uh, yeah, there used to be. I mean, um... You know, it's it's been a little different now, especially since I started playing pro and, um, you know, he's been working with Toronto for the last five years now. So, um, yeah, it's been good, especially when Ottawa plays Toronto or when we're in, in Belleville playing the Marlies, we always like to, um, you know, give it to each other a little bit.
0: Now, did your dad help you with your road to, uh, you know, getting drafted in the NHL?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he was a huge part of that. Um, he's been my goalie coach my whole life, so. Been pretty fortunate to have an NHL caliber goalie coach, um, you know, just around 24 seven. And um, he's someone that I've always looked up to. And he's been, um, you know, incredibly influential in my life and, and super supportive and has always um, tried to do nothing, nothing but the best for me. And, and he's really been, you know, probably the biggest influence in where I am today. Some people like to, uh, you know, not
0: thrive when the spotlight is on when is on them. Uh, being a seventh round pick, do you like to thrive when the spotlight's not on you?
1: I kind of liked it. I think there's so much pressure when you're a high pick. And and for me, I was I was a late bloomer and um, you know, I didn't really have many offers for college. I had a few teams interested, but nothing too crazy. And um was fortunate enough to get picked by Otto with one of the last picks in the draft and fortunate enough to get a scholarship from Arizona State. Um and things kind of just came together and um, I think being, being such a late pick, it kind of allowed me to just put my head down and, and go to work and, um, you know, not be worried about making it to the NHL in a year or two, right? So um, I got drafted in 2015, and I didn't play in the NHL until 2019. So it uh, wasn't a big, big rush there for me.
0: Uh, you did finish uh, your first year of pro. How would you describe it?
1: I think it was a good year. Um, you know, battled a lot of adversity, and um, like I lived in a hotel for for the whole time in the AHL. and. There's a lot of little things about being a pro that that take a lot of learning. But, you know, I think it was a good year. Our team finished the season in first place in in our division. And Mm -hmm. that's something that um, we're all proud of. And, um, you know, we had a really good team. So many young guys that were uh, really great hockey players. And we we had good team camaraderie. And uh, we had a good group of guys. So, um, you know, I was really happy with how it went.
0: Now, so who would uh, mentor you, let's say? You know, who mentored you uh, during your first uh, year of pro?
1: Um, well, I was really close with the goalie coach in Belleville, Corey Cooper. Um, he and I over the last couple of years during just while I was coming up through college and, um, and playing my first season pro, we've, we've gotten close and um, working alongside him this year was, uh, was really nice and, and we got closer than we have been. And um, we have a really good relationship and we get along very well and we kind of see things in the same light. Um, so he was definitely a big part of that, um, you know, uh, part of my success this year.
0: How did you get your foot in the door? You know, did you ever use social media to your advantage to reach out to these colleges?
1: Uh, for college, no. I uh, I had a little bit of interest, and um, I kind of just just kind of waited, and I, I didn't really put myself out there much. I know people have differing opinions on that. For me personally, I just like to play, and if you like me, you like me. If not, you know, I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. Um through words, I'll try to convince you through my play. Um, so for me, I, it just kind of fell in my lap with with Arizona State and um, Coach Powers called me, and um, I was driving in a snowstorm while he called me, and he was in sunny Arizona, and he said, "Hey, you want to come for a visit?" And I said, uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> "The yeah, contrast of that setting, of setting though." Yeah, so uh, I went down for a visit and loved it, and uh, him and I got along really well right away, and. Um, you know, he's done an unbelievable job building that program down there. And I'm very proud to have been part of the team, uh, you know, the first team from Arizona State to make the NCAA tournament.
0: Well, it was, that must have been such a big accomplishment for you, you know, being the first team from Arizona to make it to this huge NCAA tournament. Like, did the yeah. nerves ever get to you?
1: No, I I mean, it was pretty special during the season because we got off to a really hot start. Um, so that was my, my junior year, and that was just our – ASU's fourth season of Division One, um, and the year before, I don't think we ever made it higher than forty eighth in the country. So to be one of the top sixteen teams um, was was really cool, and to get in, and um, we knew we had something special right away in that third year, and we got off to a hot start, and we had some big wins. Uh, we beat Penn State, BPU, BPC. Um, you know, we beat some big teams, and we just kept playing well, and. Um, it got to a point where we just didn't feel like we were going to lose on any given night, especially at home. And, um, you know, to be a part of that team that the first team to make the NCAA tournament from, from a school only after being division one for three and a half years, basically was, was pretty special.
0: How big is it playing in front of your home crowd?
1: We loved it there. Um, ASU is in the process of building a rink. So we played in a pretty tiny, tiny little rink in Arizona, but we had a great fan section and, um you know even though it was probably only like a thousand people at the game it was still so loud and um other teams hated playing there so we always thought we had a big advantage and uh we did i think we lost two games at home all year my junior year so it's good
0: that's crazy like that's crazy good man yeah yeah the hl media coverage isn't as big as it is with the nhl does that provide some sort of comfort for you
1: no, I don't mind the media. Um, I never really have. I just kind of take it in stride and, and understand that it's part of the process. Um, they do a pretty good job in Belleville with media stuff and you know I'm I'm always happy to, to be a part of it and um, help out wherever I can and um, you know take any requests such as this one happy to do this kind of stuff. Um, I like trying to trying to build my brand you know per se and um, you know get my name out there and and be someone that um people feel like that um you know isn't secluded from the fans i like to be as close to the fans as possible and know that um or hope that they know they always have access to me
0: yeah i definitely think that hockey players are put on some sort of pedestal if you know what i mean like you know that they're these superhumans when they're really just like us you know just human beings
1: yeah yeah we're all normal guys and um we're normal people we're just um you know fortunate enough to be playing a game that we love for a living
0: yeah, definitely. Uh, what's your mentality knowing that each AHL game could be your final one, given the fact that you might get called up?
1: I try not to think about it. I mean, it it's pretty cool being in, in the league, um, in the AHL, because you know that at any time you might get that call. Um, but you, you kind of put it in the back of your head and you just focus on the moment and try to be your best at that time because, um, you know, you always want to be getting better and, and mentally preparing for um, when you do get that opportunity. But at the same time, you got to be at your best at that, at that exact time and um, that moment. So um, for me, just trying to focus on the game I'm in, the practice I'm in, the the moment I'm in, and, and trying to be the best I can be in that exact time.
0: Now, on May 11th, uh, you know, heartbreaking news for you, no doubt, is when the AHL officially announced the cancellation for the remainder of their season. With all this time off, how are you going to, you know, remain in game shape for whenever they return?
1: Yeah, so... Um, just took some time off to, to cover, to recover from the season and, um, you know, I'm sure they'll let us know well in advance, so I'll be training all summer and getting ready for the season and um looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I you know, I would hope that you would be looking forward to it, you know, going into your second year. Obviously, you're not a rookie anymore, uh, so you might be treated with a bit more uh, respect there.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's always good to have a, um, you know, get your first year under your belt and, and feel good about yourself. So um, for me, it's just about building on it and, and having an even better second year and, um, you know, kind of continuing to grow and evolve and, and develop as a goalie um, and as a player and um, just try to build on it, like I said, and, and be be even better next year. Now, this may be a
0: stupid question, but how busy are you during the season?
1: During during the season um you know it's it's pretty pretty busy i mean we we have a really uh packed schedule um you know playing games three or four times a week and um you know practice days are probably the the light days for us it's just going to the rink from the, in the morning from eight to noon or eight to one and um just doing everything we need to do with the rink video um off-ice training and then and then practice and stuff like that so uh, the afternoon, we kind of get some downtime to enjoy, but with all the travel and uh, playing on the road and, and games and stuff, it, it gets really busy.
0: Yeah, I would think so. Uh, what about the off-season? Like, how busy are you during the off-season?
1: Um, I'm not crazy busy, but I like to keep myself occupied. Um, my buddies and I, we golf a lot. Um, obviously, during the, during the week, I'm uh, training on the ice and off the ice, and I do yoga, I do vision training. I have a bunch of different stuff that I'm doing. Um, to just try to get better, and um, for me, I think um, I try to balance, and especially in the offseason, I try to balance hockey with just having a normal life and getting to spend time with my family and friends And because, uh, you know, you don't get that much time to do that during the season because you're so busy with games and being focused on hockey. So just try to balance my training with, uh, with staying ready and, um, you know, being, being as much um, away from hockey while still being prepared for the next season.
0: Yeah, definitely. Have you been out golfing during this time?
1: Yeah, they just, I'm here in Massachusetts at home, so um, they just kind of opened up golf in the last few weeks, so it's been nice to get back back out on the golf course and um, occupy my time a little bit. How hard is it to get a tee time? We actually haven't had too much difficulty. You just kind of got to plan in advance right now uh, because it's so packed and they get the tee times really spread out, so... It hasn't been too bad. You just kind of got to plan it early.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, here in Canada, I'm pretty sure we opened up golf courses, uh, I think about a month ago. Uh, and you know, tea times have been, uh, totally booked. I've been, uh, you know, hearing conversations from my friends and they're like, you know, they've been going over like Monday, you know, it's booked, Tuesday's booked, et cetera. And it's, yeah. and it's crazy. Cause you yeah. know, that's the only thing
1: people can do now. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, it's the safest thing to do with, you know, the virus. You don't have to go near anybody and, uh, you can. It's pretty easy to keep your six feet. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's good that they're letting people start getting back into regular life, and uh, it's good that the cases are starting to die down.
0: Yeah, definitely. You did mention earlier that you guys had an amazing season, finishing first in your division with eighty-one points. What contributed to the team's success?
1: Well, I think first off, Coach Mann did an unbelievable job with our team. He's um, he's one of my favorite coaches I ever had, and um, I think he does a really good job of holding the team accountable, but he also lets us play and he knows that mistakes are going to be made and um, that we're trying trying our best out there and we're doing everything we can to win. So uh, I think we had that going for us. And I think we we had this swagger that um, all the guys talked about was just for some reason, you know, maybe we had an off night or a bad game, but next game we always came back and won. And... um, even within games, we had, we had a couple times we had crazy comebacks. We were down to Laval four to one with five minutes left, and we scored three goals and then won an overtime. Like, we just kind of had this resiliency and this team camaraderie that was um, really strong, and it just helped us win a lot of games. And um, we just kind of played loose and free and, and just had fun with it, and I think it helped us a lot.
0: What's the biggest takeaway for you from your first uh, pro season?
1: Well, I think the biggest thing is that it's a marathon, uh, not a sprint. Um, I think in college, you only play 35 games. So every game is, you're, you're at your absolute peak, 100% levels. And pro is, is a lot about finding a way to, to play well when you're at 80% or 90%, not 100%. Um, just in terms of mental energy, physical energy, because um, you're so busy and you have so many games and so much travel that it's just about finding a way to be your best every night.
0: Is it disappointing at all that March eleventh—that uh, was the last time you guys played—that uh, might be uh, the last time you see the guys because they would grow, uh, graduate from the AHL to the NHL.
1: Yeah, I think that's just the nature of hockey and pro hockey. Every year, there's turnover on every team and different levels. And I'm sure I'm see, I'll see most of the guys, and some of the guys i will never see again. So, um, you know, that's sad. But at the same time, it's kind of just the nature of the beast, and, and you kind of get used to it.
0: Now, what's a typical game day for you? Take us through, like, you know, playing against the Marlies, let's say.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, so if we're playing at home, um, we got morning skate at 10. So for me, I like to get to the rink around 8, get a little bit of treatment, warm up. Um, We usually do a little pre-scout with the goalie coach, uh, Corey Cooper. Kind of go over what we're going to – what our plan is for the night and who we're targeting and and what kind of their tendencies are. And then um, morning skate – um, I'll usually get on the ice around nine forty-five, fifteen 15 minutes early to um, warm up with with Corey, and then uh, about a 25 minutes morning skate, um, head home, grab food, take a nap, back to the rink around 4.30, uh, the latest, and then kind of go through my pregame routine, and then all of a sudden it's game time, 7 o'clock, puck drop.
0: Well, that does sound like a, you know, it, it seems like it's a light day, but, you know, I definitely understand how, you know, busy
1: it would be for you. It seems light, but it's the entire day. You're doing something that has purpose the entire day. So there's really no downtime other than the nap.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You did get credited with
1: three assists this season, which is a career high
0: for you. Uh, Would you be able to speak on that achievement?
1: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like playing the puck, so it's something I'm proud of, although I think on two of them I literally didn't do anything other than just stop the puck behind the net. and say no, <laughs> So uh, I'll take those assists, but I didn't really do anything too special on those.
0: Hey, man, I mean, at least it's, uh, it's a good start to your career.
1: Yeah, it counts, right?
0: Yeah, many, many athletes deal with ups and downs during the season. Uh, how, would, how do you remain balanced as a
1: goalie? Well, I think you just try to stay even keel no matter what. Um, when things go well, you know, you're happy and you're excited about it, but you just can't get too high or too low. Um, and for me, that just helps me stay stay even keel, like I said, um, throughout the whole season.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, out of the teams uh, you played, uh, you did say that you were in the uh, hotel uh, most mm-hmm. of the season. Who would you say is the best and worst roommate?
1: Best and worst roommate? Yeah. Uh, well, I live with Karks. I live with Michael, uh, Mike Carcone all year, um, on the road in the hotel. And we had a love, hate relationship because we, <laughs> we were good buddies, but then he would throw on a movie and then I would start quoting the whole movie and he would tell me to leave the room. So, um, he was, he was my roommate for most of the year. And, uh, Philip Gustafson, our other goalie, um, we were roommates sometimes as well, especially like in training camp and stuff. And he just loves playing computer games. So we didn't talk a whole lot when we were in the room together. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that Philip Gustafson is probably the worst roommate? Or would it go no, with Carconi? No no, no. no, no, he's still a good roommate. He just likes to play his video games. I don't mind. I just watch Netflix or sit on my computer. You know, it's it's, it's different with everybody. Some guys like oh, yeah. to talk a lot. And some guys like to, um, you know, put their headphones on and watch a show or something. But me and Carx has got along really well. And um, we would just watch movies together and hang out and go to dinner and stuff. So um he was definitely the best does your game day prep change whether you are playing uh,
0: at home versus on the road
1: uh yeah mostly just because um we have team meals and times are different for everything as opposed to having to cook my own food or um, pick up my own food for a home game so it's a little bit different um but you kind of have a routine for home and routine for away and, and they both um they both work for me
0: yeah, well, it's good that you have a routine. You know, uh, I think that, uh, starting out with a routine is very important as you just get used to it, and it kind of relieves the nerves. I think before a game.
1: Uh, yeah, I think biggest thing for me is just kind of, I'm not like not I'm not superstitious, but I just like to you know hit my marks on my routine every day and just kind of do the same things so that I can just feel like I did everything possible to have a good game and um, you know feel like I'm settled. Now, your
0: career is still young, but do you have a funny story that you would be able to share?
1: Funny story? Um, I got nothing off the top of my head right now. Um, Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on you. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Well, bird just flew into my window, so that's uh, that's an odd thing. Uh, I never (laughs) had that happen to me. Um, So final question here is, uh, do you have any advice for aspiring hockey goalies that may look up to you?
1: I think the biggest thing is is understanding that it's not a a short um, journey. Uh, It's going to take a while and it it takes so much longer than you think you know whether you're eight years old 12 years old 16 years old you may think you're close um, but every little step is is a big step Um, and it's really about just having fun and enjoying hockey. I think a lot of people get too caught up in the end goal and, and not what's going on during the middle. Um, so for me, my biggest advice would just be to enjoy every moment and um, just enjoy playing hockey because hockey's supposed to be a fun game. Uh, don't get too caught up in the end goal and um, what you want out of it. Just get, just get caught up in, in loving the game and enjoying every minute and being with your buddies and getting to play hockey, and um, you know in turn, things will work out the way they're supposed to.
0: I'd like to thank Joey Decord, Belleville Center's goaltender, for joining me on the podcast today.
1: Thank you again, Joey. Thanks for having me.